Do you want to start a business, get out of the office, achieve happiness and success while crushing life? This is Boss to Boss, the place to be for that extra motivation to get up and follow your dreams while learning from the ones who have already done it. And now for your host, Miro Weeslow. Welcome to Boss to Boss. Today's guest, well, the first one, is a co-founder of CrowdCreate. He was previously at PIMCO, one of the largest investment firms in the world, and traded at a Wall Street hedge fund. His previous company, ChargeTech, started out of a garage, and he grew it to one of the largest phone charging companies in the world, with clients including Google, Toyota, NASA, and T-Mobile. That's Jeffrey Maginus. And... The next guest is, a, is also the co-founder of, of CrowdCreate. He is the vision and growth of CrowdCreate for the past four years. He is a speaker and thought leader on blockchain and crowdsourced innovation. He has previously worked with the CEO of Binance at Fusion Systems, developing a leading machine learning cloud solution for breach detection, which is now being used by hospitals and healthcare providers to protect patient data today. That's Ivan Khan, everybody, and Jeffrey Imagine this with CrowdCreate. How are you guys doing today? That was a mouthful. <laughs> good, good. Yourself? <laughs> Next time, I'm just going to be like, you know what? It's Jeff. It's Ivan. You know the drill. They're awesome. Here they are. <laughs> uh, so, guys, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm doing well. I'm, fr I'm freezing in Chicago. I got a little space heater next to me, but I had to turn it off so there's no background noise. How's uh how's beautiful and sunny? I take it Orange County. Yep, yep, it's super good. We're actually in um, this lounge at the at the South Coast Plaza Mall, trying to catch some Wi-Fi here. But work anywhere we can, everywhere we can. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this works. This works. Um, so can you guys kind of just jump in real quick? The story of of Crowd Creates. You know, how did this come about? How did you guys find each other? First of all. <laughs> yes, yeah, so we actually met in college at UC Irvine. Mm -hmm. I think at least ten years ago now. Yeah, it's been it's been quite a while. But um, we actually started on a project. Uh, if you're familiar with crowdfunding, so Kickstarter, Indiegogo. Um, we actually went to Hong Kong and we found the first project, which was an earbud, the wireless earbud before AirPods came out. So this is like many, many years ago, and it was the first project, and there's nothing like that on the market. Mm -hmm. so we went there, and we were, we were just looking for awesome projects to to launch on crowdfunding. And actually, we had we did everything from making the video, finding the influencers, um, we're casting even some of the actors, and you know, I think it was three to four months later we launched our first crowdfunding, and it hit. I think six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollars in thirty what? days. So it was a real eye opener, and mm -hmm. to me, mm -hmm. you know, that was a real validator that hey, there's, you know, you could go out there and find something and use crowdfunding as the mechanism. Yeah. So. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, just in terms of the story. So we knew that we wanted to start a business, and how did we do it? Right. You could either be the creator, or you could be the marketer, or you could add some kind of value. So in Hong Kong, they have these shows similar uh, to what's uh, CES here in the state. Yes. It's literally 10 football fields 
worth of different electronics products. Aiden and I walked 30 miles, literally up and down, up and down, up and down, looking at every single booth, seeing what the coolest innovation was. And this was three and a half, four years ago. Yeah, that's, it, that's the, it, huh? Yeah, before the AirPods came out, we literally had the world's smallest first wireless earbud, and we we took it a Kickstarter, and we told the factories like, hey, like let us let us sell this for you and 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 blow it up on the internet. Next thing you know, we we launched a six hundred thousand dollar crowdfunding campaign on uh, Kickstarter Indiegogo. Literally, I then had a day job at the time. He quit his day job. He got a business. Yeah, and, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, here we are today, basically helping people turn their passion into a business, and we create this online buzz. We've done it across fifty different projects now, over a hundred million dollars raised. Everything from what started as a Bluetooth headset to now, you know, hemp. Uh, blockchain projects, um, wireless security cameras, you know, tech-enabled jackets. Oh yeah, name it. Yeah, damn. Yoga equipment. Do you have that jacket on right now? <laughs> Is that it or no? No. 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 It's it it a cool project because uh, it'd be a, it looked like a normal jacket, mm -hmm. but inside the layers there's this there's this membrane that can heat What's... up these power bank. So it's, you're just wearing a heater, but yeah, there's there's a lot of cool projects that we were lucky to work with. But the big underlying thing that we were able to do for them was we were able to get buzz for these projects. We were able to get people excited about it. In the world of crowdfunding, projects don't deliver, and sometimes you know it's ninety to hundred days away. So people have to be really excited to hey. Here's, here's my money. I'll wait 100 days for this new innovation to come. So it's like, how do we create this buzz and excitement mm -hmm. behind projects that could not, maybe doesn't even exist yet? And that is CrowdCreate. For everybody tuning in, if you want to follow Jeff and Ivan, make sure to check out CrowdCreate.us or you can check them out on Instagram, on Facebook. It's at CrowdCreate, just one word, CrowdCreate, and you can check them out. Uh, see their see their faces, see more about them, see more about the brand, the company. But uh, more importantly, though, what, when did you guys hit that point where you guys were like, you know what, I I know this is what I want to do. Like, there's a big opportunity. I'm not. I don't want to just work any regular desk job anymore. It sounds like Ivan, you were in the middle of working one, right? As this happened, um, was it the money that triggered it? Like, or was there more to it? It was for me, so at that first campaign, I was doing my nine to five, mm -hmm. and then I was working my six to like, you know, 1 a.m. every <laughs> single day for I can't tell you how many months. And it wasn't really the money as much as I started to love what I like doing. Mm -hmm. And like, I, fa I found what I love to do, and it just gave me more satisfaction. I mean, to be working into those hours, you you kind of have to enjoy what you're doing in that challenge. So to me, it was a it was a validation that hey, you can you can be sustainable doing this. But B, it's just you know if you're excited and you're passionate about something else, and you find that something else, it's, it's more fulfilling. And do you think being at your nine to five or six to one a.m. job, it, it was preventing you? Like, is it is it possible? Because I've heard this from some people. I feel like it was for me. Was it preventing you from finding what you truly loved and what you're happy like doing? You think it kind of like were you 
into almost a little hole, you know, a little circle that you were trapped in and you were fed other information. You were kept so busy that you couldn't think outside the box. Yeah, it's it's when you when you focus on building someone else's dream and you mm-hmm. can't you know, you don't get that freedom to create and you're almost working within the bounds of someone else's great idea. And it's you, you, you almost can't break that boundary because then you're doing something that they don't want you to do. Right. I, I remember talking to my boss and he's like, You can only focus on one thing at a time. And I was like, well, that one thing isn't going to be what you're working on anymore. <laughs> Likewise, I, uh, before CrowdCrate, I had another business. I worked at 3 a.m. to 3 p.m. It was um, at PIMCO, which is one of the largest uh, money managers. Yep. And then after, I did my 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. to try and get the business running and to get enough momentum so I could quit the day job. But we almost had like, almost identical just beginnings, right? You have to do, we did the day job to make ends meet. And then once the business needed, like, I don't know, so we could afford it full time, then we made that leap of faith to entrepreneurship. And- do you think it made it easier having some sort of stability in the background, um, even though you had to do those crazy long nights? Or do you think that, you know, if you were, you would, you would have been able to do it, just walked away fully and just been like, after this, I'm going for something. Well, I guess I can personally speak to this is I had a lot of loans going into my college. I basically took a loan for my entire, entire college degree. And it's, I cannot walk away from my current job because you have loan payments to make. So to me, it wasn't, if I could, I don't know if I even would because you know, you have to put food on the table. You have to pay back your loans. You have debts to pay. You have a lifestyle to live. You have an apartment. So it's like you can't just say, hey, scratch everything. I'm going to go to entrepreneur world. We really should be responsible. And you can't, you know, you should make sure you can make ends meet before. And if you really want it that bad, I mean, you'll you do, you do those. Right. I mean, I can tell you waking up. You know, at 6 a.m., sleeping at 1 a.m., I'd wake up so excited the next morning, it wouldn't even feel like I'm exhausted. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like both of you are running on like five hours for a while. And isn't it isn't it crazy how you get that it's that adrenaline rush, right? When you know there's something there. There's something there. It's coming. It's coming. Um, Jeff, what about you? Was it kind of same for you or – I well, when I started, I would cut my expenses, right? You know, I love like Gary Vaynerchuk stories, right? Right, mm-hmm. these five oh, yeah. lattes. You know, I wouldn't drink four or five dollar lattes. I'd get a ninety nine cent McDonald's coffee because I, I couldn't, you know. And so, what was more important to me was working on what I truly loved, and I was willing to give up, you know, some of that extra expenses and lifestyle so that I could get the. And I always just had this like belief that. Yeah, you're gonna do it. Like, keep on pushing, and then you know, eventually it, it happened. It took a while, but uh, <laughs> you go through ups and downs. But yeah. hey, I could I could totally re- relate, man. For a while, and I still kind of do it to this day. I only get coffee after two p.m. <laughs> you know why, right? Why? That's that's when it's ninety nine cents and Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> only I can't do coffee before two p.m. But uh, more more about crowd creates. If say I'm you know just over here, I got my business, and you know I'm looking for an alternative. I'm, I don't want to go to one of these big banks anymore. 
Uh, I'm, I'm just tired of it. It's going to be the same thing, you know, same setup, same pitch. Uh, why, if I go to you guys, what's, how is crowd create going to help me raise that money? Like how, how's that, how will that process work? Yeah, I can almost brainstorm and even just experience shares. Uh, John Lee Dumas, he, he runs Entrepreneur on Fire, which is another podcast. And he was able to productize his business into a journal that he took to Kickstarter and took his existing audience to purchase it and then took the means through that. Yep. What we do now is when we build communities um, is really around the people that latch on to you and love your your product and then how do we turn that into businesses what are they what is that value exchange that they're willing to pay for is it a journal is it a subscription service to your podcast and how do we know is we pull your existing audience we would literally ask them you know what you know what kind of value or what could be created that they would be interested in and then we run it through this you know uh, viral gamification and all the different uh lead pages and just Creates mass momentum. <laughs> lots so, of different ways. <laughs> lots of different ways. So, what what was the largest project you guys had that you guys rose uh, money for so far? So, the largest one is actually Bazat, I would say. Mm -hmm. So, that was a blockchain related project, borderless okay. payment system. Um, we grew the community, I think, over three to five months from zero. So, you know, going to Reddit communities, going to Bitcoin talk communities, going to YouTube to find people interested in a borderless payment system and even getting their feedback on what they like, what they don't like, what they want created. Uh, at the end of those four or five months, they did the raise. They raised $18 million in one hour. They did a bonus round of $4 million in 10 minutes. So, you know, that goes to say that if you can build a community that truly mm -hmm. You know what you're trying to create, or believes in the founders. You know your story. You know there's that's where the potential, and that's where people will put their money to. And do you still use like uh, Kickstarter and things like that? We do. We Part do. Of, okay. Yeah, Got Kickstarter, it. Indiegogo. There's still very strong platforms. Yeah. I think that today there's just more channels and there's more mechanisms to to do fundraising now. Yeah, we just finished one, what, three weeks ago with uh, Anchor. They're actually oh, yeah. on a largest um, electronic seller. It was a $3 million, $3.5 million campaign on uh, on Kickstarter. And so um, that was our second or third project that we worked I think it might be the fourth. Your fourth one. Yeah. It was for a wireless <laughs> security camera that has one-year battery life and even the biggest, one of the biggest companies in the world, they still use crowdfunding as a means to pull early adopters, reward them with almost like uh, at cost, the product at cost, and they're still using crowdfunding to this day. So, do a lot of people or these early on investors do a lot of them end up getting some sort of profit sharing or equity? It's uh, there's all different types. So even today we had a we had an interesting chat with. Someone who's trying to revolutionize the invest investment mechanism, but mm -hmm. let's say for crowdfunding, you know they'll get they'll get a product, you know before everybody else does, and they'll get it at cost. Is that, is that like a mouse that kills people or something? <laughs> no, it's just yeah. a mouse. Oh, okay. But I'm trying to say, like, yeah, if it's a Kickstarter traditional rewards, 
you know, they'll get something at the end of the day. You know, if it's a token offering or if it's a security token, mm -hmm. they'll get equity and some token-based okay. structure. So it depends. So like with block with uh cryptos when initial early early investors got like tokens in return for example right something like that yep that's one way to do it probably a bad example right with with, <laughs> with what's happening with bitcoin but i guess that was one way um everybody tuning in make sure you check out crowdcreate instagram facebook or just crowdcreate.us on their website you can get all those all those links and see everything they're doing right now they've been featured in forbes and all types of publications Jeff and Ivan, thanks for uh, thanks for being on the show. Everybody, uh, let's just say there's someone out there that's like me, how I was, you know, two two years ago, sitting in a cubicle and kind of contemplating life, you know, whether or not I can handle this entrepreneurism thing. Because I'm sure, as you guys have been saying with your work schedules, it hasn't been easy. What kind of advice can you give someone like me a few years back, whether or not this is for them? You know, with just the innovation and crowdfunding is crowdfund anything, run five to 10 projects, figure out something is, is going to work. And even in the case with crypto and, and blockchain is, you know, we, we know in just with the current market, mm -hmm. things went south. And then as entrepreneurs, we, how do you solve that problem? And there's actually new mechanisms where you mentioned profit sharing is like, Something the the meeting we had earlier this morning said, what if you could crowdfund a new business and then the early people on get a percentage of whatever those initial raises are? And so that's almost like a new problem solving mechanism because we feel that the people that even started some of the early projects mm -hmm. had such mm -hmm. good intentions to help the world with this unbanked currency, and then it was being used, you know, sometimes for, you know, just bad means to. Yes. And right, people come out of the woodwork. And for us, is we're always cheering on the entrepreneur that's in that cubicle. And what we've seen with crowdfunding is 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 that is just the craziest ideas. Somebody raised sixty five sixty some thousand dollars to make potato salad, it's right? Insane. On Kickstarter, it's a joke. <laughs> I'm, no, I hear somebody's stories occasionally, and I'm like, what? Like, is this real life? Like, where's this money even coming from, right? That's almost what it feels like. GoFundMe is another great option. And you see all of our success stories, but you also, there's a lot of failures and it's okay. And it's just keep on throwing out campaigns. It's, it's relatively low cost. Shoot on your iPhone. Just do the graphics yourself. Launch this crowdfunding campaign. If you raise ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000, wow, that's incredible to, to get something off the ground and, and running. Question though, how do you secure yourself? I'm sure somebody there... You know, sitting here listening is like, all right, I want to throw this idea out there. Maybe it's going to get me a hundred million dollars, but why can't somebody else just steal that thing right away? <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> we're, we're always on the other side of the equation where they're like, "Hey, sign this NDA. I don't want you know, I don't want other people knowing my idea." But we get pitched so many times in a single day. I think we get like thirty or forty emails a day. Wow. It's just ideas, and I can tell you when you think that you're the first person to think of it. I'm pretty sure there's another person in another cubicle that has thought about it, right? So mm -hmm. it's 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 about the speed and execution. You know, if you can if you can do it, do it better than anyone else. Yeah, there's two people that are gonna create a plastic bottle, but yours is gonna be different because you, you know, your story, your personal story. So I people 
overlook that one piece mm -hmm. is that all these crowdfunding projects actually a lot of the excitement is around the founder himself herself it's these individual stories of why they're doing what they're doing that we build engagement we build virality and i can tell you it's not always you know the watch that's sitting on the table it's the person who thought of the watch the person who thought this was such a good idea and why he's he or she is doing it so yeah so to people who think that their ideas are going to get stolen i would assume that they're stolen <laughs> and just <laughs> run with it and, and share your story wow so that's almost that's pretty much a full circle as to why i should you know why going with someone like you know over here with you guys with crowd create and you know the whole crowdsourcing versus just going to a bank who's just gonna either like you or not like you whereas someone like you you're going to take me, you're going to take the person, you're going to take the brand, and you're going to find an actual fit for that. That's exactly. Kind of, that's kind of, kind of what it sounds like. No, I yeah. love that. I think I think that's very important. And the value isn't just actually, it's, it's not the money, but it's this early adopter and user that's mm -hmm. part of your, your customer base. And with every great brand, you have these early evangelists that really – that, that's what we see as the value and the greatest asset isn't so much the money raised, but this community go back to you on project one, two, three, four, and it actually just snowballs into the next thing. Awesome. And, uh, do you guys have any, any big mistakes or anything you, you made along the way? Was there any, <laughs> any, there had to be like one, any notable one you want to throw out really quick? Actually, I've shared one that we, we were just talking about in the car. Earlier, yes, I love that. Our, <laughs> I, I'm reading your minds. <laughs> our very first project, the, the wireless earbud we were just talking about, mm -hmm. we actually went to Kickstarter and we raised, I think, 300000 in three days. Yes, yeah, so completely blown away. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then it turned out that because we didn't figure out the details with the factory, we kind of jumped in and we didn't sign all, you know, we didn't agree on who's representing the factory. Are we the factory? Are we not the factory? We made it clear, but uh, we didn't make it clear to Kickstarter. So Kickstarter says, hey, you're actually not the factory. And said, we never said we were the factory. We're representing it and working on behalf of the factory. So mm -hmm. that campaign got shut down and we lost it all. What? And we had to start all over again on another platform called Indiegogo. But that was just, one of the one of the stories that you oh, know we man. got a lot of wins and lost it and then we had to get it back. Was this after you quit your job that you lost it? <laughs> that was when I still had the job. Oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say if you quit and then you lost that, no, man, I, I'm glad you're still with us. Yeah, I, I didn't quit until way later. It was like okay. I was I was doing both of those things for at least a month or two. Got it. Okay. Oof. Wow. Um, so that's how quick it could happen, huh? Just like that. Just like that. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you uh, spend, spend months prepping for something and then mm -hmm. it just goes away. And then you have no choice, but you rebuild it again. It's like another challenge. Jeff, you got anything or you're sticking with that one? Is that the best one? Is that the. Is that... I can't keep track. We've just had so many, and you know, we're almost. That's, it's another day in the, at the park uh, in terms of failures and yeah, there's just 
there's too many. And now we try and protect uh, uh, the downside, but yeah, just generally in terms of our startups, we try and be as lean as possible and not have that, um, I don't know, just not try to put all of your eggs in one basket. And, and at the end of the day, it's, you know, chalk it up and move on to the next one. <laughs> and by lean, you mean like not actually buying physical property, not investing in, you know, actual maybe as many employees, things like that. Is that what you mean? Yeah. When we're always, going, wow, this is a great idea. Oh yeah. Let's go full steam ahead. We're going to get this top notch videographer spend, you know, 20, 30 grand on the video. Now it's, you know, let's test this first. Let's start a little small, see how it's received mm-hmm. and not go in no matter. It's so funny because whenever we, we said, this is a great idea, this is going to hit hundred percent. And then it's, it's cricket. You know, and they were like, wow, what happened? And so, and that's the learning lesson is to always talk to people and ask them, can you give us your honest feedback? Would you buy this? Would you support us? And usually when it's coming from friends and family, they usually say, yeah, you know, great job, Jeff. That's really cool. But um, when it comes down to actually pledging or pre-purchasing the product, <laughs> don't ever pitch your business idea to family that's what i got out of this okay good good <laughs> they love you and they always will uh, all right guys well now on to our listeners favorite segment of the show welcome to the round with no name because they're all taken all right but here we go guys <clears throat> you have excuse me you have five seconds to initiate an answer for every question you might know some of the questions, you might not. Chances are you probably don't. Either way, my producer, they say he lurks in the background. <laughs> I see it. Let, let's, just, let's just hope that he doesn't appear here anywhere and give me a hard time. So let's just let's go through it quick. <clears throat> Without further ado, since now we got two of you here, um, we're gonna we're gonna kind of mix things up a little bit. We're gonna say we're gonna actually keep do a little competition as to who answers. Who answers first? I guess you're like buzzing or something. I don't know. You guys got to fight for it. But um, all right. Here we go. What is your favorite book? Oh, shit. The Alchemist. The Alchemist. Mine's a lean startup. All right. Those are actually bossed, two boss exclusives. No one has ever bought those two up. So that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> what is your favorite movie? Oh, shoot. You go first on this one. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but it was called Crash, and it came out 10 when we were in college. It sounds so familiar. So oh, I, 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 I've seen it. I've seen that one. Like, the world just falls out of Yeah. Like, just falls out of place. It's all messy. I really like sci-fi stuff. Uh, the most, one I, most recent one I saw on the, on the flight back was I.O. I.O., that's, that's new, right? Uh, it's a Netflix movie. Okay. I think okay. Uh, I think I've seen that one in my feed somewhere. Um, what do you guys feel about Sorry? It's actually pretty good. Okay. I'm definitely going to now well now that you mentioned it, I'm actually going to like look at it, like give it like a couple seconds. Otherwise, I I, I don't know. there's so many I feel like there's so many options nowadays. I you need like a good recommendation to actually go watch it at times. So, thanks for that. Is entrepreneurism a fad? Wow, that's tough. It's deep, right? <laughs> I would say uh, 
Uh, yes. <laughs> I'd say yes, too. All right, that is All right. And can you elaborate just a little bit? I would say entrepreneurism is, I think the focus on it right now is a fad, but it's, it's something that's been around for a very long time. But I think it's been like romanticized and become a fad most recently. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, it's I think there's an underappreciation for working for somebody that's really good at what they do and be a part. So if I wanted to get into podcasting, I would rather work with you for a year, two years, rather than start my own podcast. Or Ivan's really good at you know building systems. I actually would prefer to work with him for the first couple of years, whereas everybody wants to start a business but yeah it's it's great learning under people and then what you know great mentors out there i love that answer yeah there's nothing wrong about actually working for somebody or for a firm it really is i mean it's free it's it's like a free education right i mean soak it all up soak it all up yeah actually that reminds me of like the sushi chefs you know you have to work with them for like years before you have to you're their apprentice oh really It's, it's like that like in the old days, where he used to be a blacksmith, and he would take on like apprentices, and you learn under him, and then you become a blacksmith at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I would put that to that analogy. It's a good, it's a good analogy. I don't think, and you guys are just like throwing. I thought I was throwing curveballs at you. You guys are throwing some, <laughs> some great content here. I mean, we got blacksmiths, we got, we got old school movies. I mean, this is great. But now, if you one of you or both of you are stranded on an island. And you're not together. You're separate, totally separate islands. What is the what is the one item you want with you? Oh man, sleeping bag. Uh, that's actually a first. No one said that, but you, wow. uh, Jeff, you gotta go. You gotta go. Throw it out there. Gosh, I would use this uh, Uniqlo compact down jacket that I wear all the time today. I swear, you guys got the craziest ideas. Most people say, like, my wife, my book, my iPhone, which I don't know how they're going to find service out there. But wow, a sleeping bag and a compact jacket that does, you know, I mean, what does that thing do? Teleport you to? I mean, I, wait, low, low key, low key, after this episode, let's talk about these new ideas, new ideas you guys got. So. <laughs> How do you guys drink your coffee? Uh, black. Uh, cold brew steeped for 12 hours. Black. <laughs> black. All right. Well, you know what they say. I drink it black too. According to Huffington Post, if you drink black coffee, there's a good chance you have you show or you have some kind of psychotic tendencies. Wow. I never thought you'd say that. <laughs> You heard about you know about it, right? No, no, I'm just, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, hey, hey, I mean, I mean, I can speak because I do it, so it's okay. <laughs> and then last, how do you guys feel about white socks with sandals? Would you take me seriously in a meeting if that's how I came? You mean the one I'm wearing right now? <laughs> Are you? <laughs> no, no, I'm just kidding. Ah, damn it. I don't wear sandals, though. I don't like oh, sandals. Okay. Yeah, after going to these blockchain events, I have no judgment because usually if that guy with socks and sandals, that's probably worth a hundred million dollars. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're you know early doctor. It's just yeah. Do hey. do what you want. Do what. So you do would it. take. So you would take me serious. In other words, <laughs> absolutely. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. I cannot wait to spread the message with everybody. And last but not least, we are doing a. Uh, 
Kickstarter campaign. Now it's called for this dog over here. We're trying to find a new name for him and a name. We're going to start a Kickstarter campaign and then try to raise money to uh, legally get it changed. And who knows, but, but what name do you have for him? Wow. So far sparkles is in the lead. Is that a pink? Is that a pink dog? Yes. It's a pink, pink bulldog. Is that your producer? Hey, 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 <laughs> you said he's behind you lurking. <laughs> no, that, that's actually not him. But do you guys got a name? We're, yeah. We are, we are going to do a vote. Wow. Let's see. Pink, pink puppy. Pink puppy. Okay. I mean, I'll take it, I guess. All right. Well, you guys survived. I'm here. You're there. The producer did not come out of the background. And um, we survived. So, guys, it's been a pleasure having you on. Everybody at Crowd Creates on Instagram, on Facebook. If you want to find out more, you definitely should, especially if you are looking to start a business or you just got some crazy, wicked idea and you want to, you know, run it by them. Um, they'll, they'll hopefully they don't tell you that somebody else, oh, somebody has already done it. But uh, but no, that's that's awesome. I love what you guys are doing. I haven't come across anybody like you guys yet. You know what you're doing is just so revolutionary and different, and it's such. It's only going to get bigger and bigger and bigger as the ideas just get crazier, right? And new things are coming out. And uh, the, the mic is yours. If you guys have any closing thoughts, anything else you wanna you wanna share with the audience? Yeah, in terms of what we love, it's right. It's all about entrepreneurship. So what we're currently building is a platform for people to take that idea and help other ideas and get paid along the way. And so we're literally merging brands with people, and it's called Crowd Create. You know, that's not just our agency, but we literally built a software platform mm-hmm. to take concepts, ideas, and even this puppy, for an example. You could ask, you know, what's the best name? You get people that are literally incentivized and rewarded to come up with a name oh and really then, yeah people will vote on each other people will comment on each other and you could even incentivize it with say a prize or a giveaway huh. so anyone is interested i mean uh, they can sign up on our website and that's kind of what that's awesome so yeah so if someone like me just wants to you know i have an awesome idea i just go to the website and follow the instructions there yeah, basically, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, uh, Ivan, any closing thoughts? Yeah, I think uh, if you put that puppy up on, <laughs> on the platform, <laughs> we've been working on this platform for like the past six to eight months, and it's like the best of what we've come of our experiences. And yeah, like, for example, your, your puppy, you know, what if you can tap into a community of you know, he, You know he's real, right? You know he's real. No, I saw him blink twice. He's just sleeping. He's just sleeping. <laughs> yeah, but it's but it's interesting to hear what people say, and it's interesting when you really tap into people who really love projects, like they're really passionate about it, mm-hmm. and as opposed to someone who's just a casual, you know, if you really talk to a puppy lover, they're gonna have better names for that puppy than you know me because I'm not not a pink puppy lover. But yeah, it's interesting to see when people are passionate about things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they have a lot to say and a lot of great ideas, and we're trying to tap into that. And I guess any viewers out here on whatever platform you publish this to, if, if you even want to spur the engagement and they want to post their, their comments or business idea, we'll respond. I'll, I'll personally respond to, to all of them. It's almost, uh, you know, just almost a drive engagement. So, yeah, anybody 
I'm more than happy to share. Yeah, I mean, nothing like actually some of the faces getting involved, right? That's uh, That definitely means a lot. So are you trying to say that anybody listening to this episode could actually comment below with a business idea and you'll reply? Yeah, and, and I'll reply. Well, how many do you think you're going to get in the uh... – Sounds like a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I could uh, – I could incentivize him. I could, uh, I could say that you know Jeff. Jeff himself will be there replying to all comments for business ideas. I'll do I it. Yeah, it'll be like a fun uh, Reddit <laughs> AMA, and so I'll, I'll try my best till my fingers start hurting to respond. I mean, I, I, I don't know how many you'll get. I, I don't know. I don't know if that many people like personally. I don't think I'd want to post mine publicly. So. Yeah. I don't know. Does that work for you? Do you ever have people do it like that? Um. Oh, with um, or just on the video if it's if yeah, it's like actually publicly. I don't think anyone would want to do that. Oh, oh, huh? Yeah, yeah. Usually we get people just posting whatever their their idea is and yeah. then just comment. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, but hey, the challenge is on. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, let's see what we can come up with. Uh, they, I mean, a comment or message. So if some people want to stay private, but you know, no obligation, no, no obligation. Yeah. Absolutely. Or they can just message us and just DM us. Awesome. All right, guys, Jeff, <laughs> Ivan, it's been a pleasure having you guys on. We'll <laughs> yeah. We'll definitely, uh, definitely talk again soon. I'm curious to see where you guys end up in the next, you know, six months, eight months. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, sir. That is all for this episode of Bossed to Boss. Your next step is to visit bossedtoboss.com where you will find proven techniques followed by professionals to help you make that next step. Again, that is Bossed, the number two boss.com. And remember, the time is now. <laughs>